0: Well, hey, folks, Jeff Salzman here, and welcome to The Daily Evolver. It occurs to me that some of you may not know me, uh, and so I'll do a quick introduction of me and how I approach Integral and what I'm doing here. So I've been an Integral nut since the mid-80s when I walked into a bookstore and saw a book titled Up From Eden by Ken Wilber. And as a lonely seeker, up from Eden hit me right between the eyes, oh, up from Eden. We're evolving up from the swamps. And um, that changed everything for me. So I was a lonely integralist for a couple decades and then began working with Ken Wilber who lived five miles from me and I had no idea all those years uh and uh and the gang at the integral institute that was 2003 and we started the integral institute seminars and we did i don't know how many 50 60 plus seminars on all sorts of things on integral psychotherapy business integral life practice you name it because integral covers everything right And so we did that. And then in 2007, I started the Boulder Integral Center here, a real bricks and mortar center for integral practice. And we did programs where people came from all over the place. And that's gone for 14 years. Uh, Robert McNaughton took over about halfway through, and it did a last close last year. Uh, And um, but uh, what a run. I have been doing this podcast now for... I don't know, I think eight or 10 years, I have 268 episodes, they tell me, on my site dailyevolver.com, and you can find all of that, plus, you know, how to connect with me. Uh, There's a connect button. There's a theory button where it's basic theory if you want to turn people on to this or get a little refresher yourself, dailyevolver.com. And so what I do here is... I look at current events through the lens of integral theory. And I am inspired, my root teacher, as they say in a, in a spiritual tradition. In traditions, they talk about your root teacher being the person who blew you open to the capital T teachings. And that's the first one who do, does that is your root teacher. And my root teacher is Ken Wilber, as it is for many of us who are listening to this. and. Um, his books are a treasure and have been a mind blow to me. They're, they're psychoactive, as he often says. And in more recent years, and probably a decade now, I've been quite inspired by the work of Steve McIntosh, and I have him on the show quite a bit, and we've got some good stuff planned for the future. And he brings his own, you know, indigenous view of integral to the party, and um, I recommend it. Uh, His latest book is called Developmental Politics. And I I saw what Jason Lang, my uh, old buddy, had pinned to the top of his Twitter after the election. It's still there. And it's identity politics, goodbye identity politics, hello developmental politics. And he links to Steve's book. And I like that. I think we're on the cusp of something new, and, um, you know, many voices are speaking. I've been inspired by so many people. But that's where I'm coming from, is these two guys are my two big teachers, if you will. Now, the integral that I bring to the party, I'll just say that, you know, my my emphasis uh, is on the idea of consciousness and cultural evolution, that human beings evolve uh, we haven't just evolved biologically, but consciousness, which is actually from the first moments of the Big Bang. You know, that subatomic particles have consciousness at their own little tiny consciousnesses, and little tiny relationships with each other, where there's little tiny choices that they make. And of course, they exist <laughs> in third-person, in material space, as we do. But that consciousness evolves in terms of the individual human being that we can see stages of consciousness, Piaget and so forth, as people develop, individuals, children mainly, but there's adult development as well. And also, um, humanity has evolved through time as a sort of a center of gravity of the collective through various stages that are well mapped out. And I'll just uh, go to a quick chart—again, this is just a quick re- remedial—these stages of development, uh, starting with just dawning self-awareness and moving up through an enchanted tribal world of what we call magenta, or in spiral dynamics, purple. Then a warrior stage, which is egocentric, uh, aggressive, uh, vigilant, ruthless, courageous, powerful. And then a great civilization of these red impulses into um, traditional cultures, which value rules, roles, and discipline, and have faith in a transcendent God. Vengeance is no longer mine, it is God's, and um, so I can let all of that relax. And that's very much online still in the world, as is red, as is magenta, actually. And then we have orange rationality, uh, science, individualism, all of that good stuff. And then green, sensitivity, egalitarianism, pluralism, relativistics, um, and, and that as um, integralists, we want to appreciate all of them and have an integration of the best of all of them. And to see that each of them has an upside and a downside. I've talked about this endlessly on the show and that our job lists courageous, powerful, and then a great civilization of these red impulses into um, traditional cultures, which value rules, roles, and discipline, and have faith in a transcendent God. Vengeance is no longer mine, it is God's and um, so I can let all of that relax. And that's very much online still in the world, as is red, as is magenta, actually. And then we have orange rationality, uh, science, individualism, all of that good stuff. And then green, sensitivity, egalitarianism, pluralism, relativistics. Um, and, and that as um, integralists, we want to appreciate all of them and have an integration of the best of all of them. And to see that each of them has an upside and a downside. I've talked about this endlessly on the show. And that our job as integralists, which is the stage that is emerging out of green, sensitive postmodern stage, is the one that is friendly to all of them and captured by none. It is the new leading edge of the of consciousness both in individuals many individuals are there and beyond and in centers of gravities of the culture and there's an emerging edge of integralists whether or not they know it uh, that maybe three four five percent of the culture in developed uh, in the developed world maybe 25 30 percent are green postmodern another 25 percent orange, maybe, and then the rest are traditional social conservatives, and then, you know, more uh, mythic and magical. So um, that's the basic sort of landscape of, of the culture. So our job as integral practitioners is to consciously integrate these things and move into this new way of thinking. And one of the ways that we can describe this new way of integral thinking is that it is multi-perspectival. That is, it takes the perspectives of other people very easily in other stages. Claire Graves, one of the original developmental psychologists that laid all of this out, talked about integral as being the stage that is the universal donor. And so that is a good thing. But it's interesting because I'm in a group of people, integral practitioners who talk about this sort of thing. and so you know one of the projects of integrals to differentiate good from bad in these earlier stages and you know tease them apart and integrate the good and all that good stuff. So it would follow then, so what's the downside of integral? And that has been a question that we have, and there's been various answers. But one of them, and you'll, hear integralists and integral theory being critiqued for this is that it's too heady, it's too much thinking. Because there's, there's two stages of integral, uh, teal and turquoise, the first one, or, or yellow and turquoise if you're using spiral dynamics. But it's sort of entry integral and then mature integral. And, and the, the first one, teal slash yellow, What it gets, first of all, it gets evolution. It gets that one thing evolves out of the next, and by including and transcending, by differentiating and integrating, and there's these various sort of engines of evolution that are at work, and and Integral begins to see that. And as a result, they see systems of systems and how everything fits together in a new way. I mean, everything's included. It's so great. And that can seem heady because, you know, all of a sudden, lots more clear to you than there was before. And I I saw that it's interesting to just see in in real life how these things manifest. And so I was reading, I guess, yes Sunday in the New York Times about uh, a review of Obama's new book. And it's titled, Obama Thinks, and in parentheses, and thinks some more in parentheses, about his first term. And um, it's written by Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Slazy, And, um, and it's, it's, it's interesting how she critiques him. First of all, the, the headline itself, Obama thinks and thinks some more about his first term. So that theme of him being too heady is, is put forth in this review. And then the second critique that I thought was interesting is the critique of multi-perspectivalism itself. And, um, and people who aren't multi-perspectival, and, and by the way, I don't mean to say that integralists move into this, all of a sudden you're multi-perspectival. You know, we have, we're waist-deep or neck-deep in first-tier memes, all of us. But we're getting it. You know, we get that finding somebody to be an enemy is not as interesting as it used to be, and you want to actually find out what they think. And so, you know, people like that. (laughs) People like it when you're sympathetic to their view, uh, and you can see it, and you see what they're talking about and where they're coming from. But they don't like it when you can't say, when you say the same thing about their enemies, and you can see their point of view too. So it's a little bit of a no-win situation, get accused of uh, both sidesism, and uh, you know, and I am actually a committed both sidesist, I gotta say. But anyway, here's what she said about Obama that sort of gets to this second piece. She says, in the book, Obama demonstrates an almost compulsive tendency to imagine himself into the lives of others, parentheses, whether it's Hillary Clinton, John McCain, or in one passage, a Somali pirate. That's what I love about Obama, you know, he um, has that tendency, (laughs) but you got to watch it. I mean, that's sort of the tone of the article here, you know. And, um, and you, you get that as an integralist, you know? You have the tendency to imagine yourself into the lives of others. It's almost compulsive with you, and you should be careful of that. So, um, but again, that's what I love about Obama, and um, I can't wait to get the book. So anyway, so that's sort of that in, entry-level integral, if you will, yellow, teal, whatever you want to call it, in terms of the color. Uh, but it is, uh, but the, then the second stage Of integral, is that where you've taken enough perspectives, and you have to the the point where there's this new sort of expansion of identity, where there's a larger space of who you are, within which all these perspectives are arising. And you may have a favorite, and you may have the one you had as a kid, and you may see all of these, but you see them not be them. And so what's cool about that is that they're all available to you. And there's a certain wisdom that comes online that causes the one that is most appropriate to show up. And that's where it starts getting a little bit spooky. And that's second stage integral, which both systems call turquoise. It's sort of the realization that the space of awareness and of identity is itself alive, it sees and loves the creation and every piece of it, including me, and it has a life of itself, and, um, and that's where it gets kind of spiritual. And not all Integralists are interested in that or go there, but that's the theory. And that has been, I think, uh, for me, totally, absolutely true and very, very helpful to know. I always think of... Um, you know, art is a way of getting to this because words fail at some point with these realizations. And uh, I've, I've used this quick verse before, but it just so nails this realization, this turquoise realization, and it's um, from Song of Myself by uh, Walt Whitman, and I'll just do a few lines. He says, "'Urge and urge and urge, always the procreate urge of the world, Out of the dimness, opposite equals advance. Always substance and increase. Always sex. Always a knit of identity. Always distinction. Always the breed of life. And I just think that is the realization that's a turquoise realization there that it's happening under its own power and. We're part of it, and we should be, and it matters.